0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Cam. Uh,
1: I'm Rosie or Connor, whatever you like.
0: (laughs) All right. So before we get into our movie discussion, I wanted to talk about what kind of movies, music, video games, just whatever you have been um, consuming this week since we last talked.
1: The big one for me, uh, kind of well so have you been following mortal Kombat at all oh
0: I, yeah yeah i have have you been playing the new the expansion
1: no so the expansion comes out in three days i believe it comes out on the 26th i've been playing that game quite a bit because i thought like the player base might kind of get like a little bit of a spike during that expansion so it'd be kind of fun to dick on some kids
0: <laughs> yes i love mortal Kombat. one of my favorite games
1: yeah yeah you have a statue don't you i do i've got a scorpion
0: statue because i got the collector's edition of mortal kombat 10 <laughs>
1: that's awesome i've been playing dude scorpion is my fucking enemy i do have to say really i have a I lot of trouble scorpion. with scorpion Who's wow your i can't believe you i'm a uh, johnny cage oh which i, I don't know I, I i can't uh complain too too much though because apparently he's pretty damn good in, in mk11
0: my favorite one is mk9 and
1: johnny cage
0: is just trash i'm so bad at playing johnny cage in that game
1: do you play other characters like I, I, i'm i curious i want to i'll have to play you <laughs>
0: um yeah so i mostly play mk9 actually i just have been following the new ones for the story but in i play scorpion and melina the most
1: melina's the girl with the teeth right
0: yeah yeah she is
1: she's so cool she's one of the coolest characters in my opinion she's
0: really good she's like she's a she's supposed to be a clone of katana and but it's mixed with Tarkatan dna which is the race that baraka is baraka yeah yeah
1: it's it's cool i get that mortal kombat's so neat
0: i love mortal kombat I, so i much. love
1: johnny cage too like i have <laughs> I mean, my MK. Well, so I, I've I've played the other ones, but I've never actually gotten into fighting games until uh, one of my friends really introduced me to like, well, he started off with Smash, uh, mm-hmm. Smash mm-hmm. Ultimate, and then I got really into that, and then I got really into Injustice, and a little bit into MK, and I wanted another fighting game, so I dove back into it. Yeah, but, yeah I've been re- having fun with that. I'm excited other, for the expansion. Other than that, I've uh, well, my my roommate. I just showed my roommate the ending of a uh, Jojo Part 5, so oh, that's always nice. fun, finishing a Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. What about you? What have you been getting up to? Okay, so um, a couple things.
0: Uh, first, uh, we watched that new movie on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth called Extraction. Huh. Terrible. Terrible.
1: Really? I, I actually haven't even heard of it. Okay, so... I I
0: heard of it because I saw – there was a video on, I think, IGN or something that said, is Extraction the next John Wick? And so we watched the trailer for it, and my roommates were like, yeah, that sounds – like, that looks sweet. Let's watch it. And it's produced by the Russo brothers, and – Oh, really? The, the guy that directed it was, like, one of the second unit directors for Endgame and Infinity War and stuff. So I think – it kind of just got made through that, and obviously Chris Hemsworth is in it, but oh, it's terrible. The there's it, so it made it look like it was going for the like all in one take kind of thing, but okay, it it you could tell it really wasn't done all in one take, and there was a lot of CGI manipulation to make it look that way, and it was very it was super distracting.
1: So it was it was taken a bit like notes from uh what what was that movie the 1917 yeah right? Yeah
0: yeah yeah my roommate when we were watching it was like this seems like a, like a rip off 1917
1: It's funny that they say that cuz my my belief when I was watching 1917 was like well the the re- main reason I did watch it was for that gimmick like oh, yeah. it's all done in one shot but then I I remember finishing it and being like i don't know it ruined the pacing and like not not to like under underhand like how like it's it's a cool like gimmick you know but at the end of the day it's just kind of like a gimmick like there's no yeah, real like exactly the, i I feel like it's harder to give us i don't know i don't know i just it it just feels more like a gimmick than anything else to me that's mm-hmm. all i'm trying to say i, I suppose
0: yeah i I get, I get what you're saying and then uh well, yeah, I agree. Like in, in Birdman, I feel like it's it's more of a stylistic choice where the
1: all-in-one take the story. adds
0: to it. But I
1: felt yeah. like in
0: 1917, they were like just doing it so they could do it, you know? Yeah, like, I was
1: like, hey, check it out. It's cool because it's hey. shot different. But yeah, like <laughs> Birdman, yeah, that, that does make sense. That's cool.
0: Yeah, and then in this extraction movie, it was – everything was a medium shot. Everything was shot from – the waist up of all the characters. And, like, I was like, I just want this to zoom out a little bit so I can see the fight and everything that's going on and all the action. But it was all, like, very, like, just medium distance away from everybody and you could not get up, like, I don't know. You couldn't tell what was going on at all. It It was, like, not enough shot variety in anything. It was just, like, a very uninteresting watch. Definitely would not recommend watching it.
1: is it it good to watch to make fun of at the very least would i enjoy it for the first 10 minutes and then say i've had enough
0: (laughs) uh it wasn't even like so bad it's good it was just boring and the villain was just so like not intimidating the villain was just
1: some like the the thing on guy the the description on online is so basic too like a, a black market mercenary has nothing left to lose but is hired to rescue the kidnapped son of some international crime lord is like eh, it seems like just more like secret agent type stuff like i yeah. I, I i guarantee you it's like almost in the same vein as what what is uh jack ryan right is that what it's called that amazon I think series so. oh yeah where, yeah where it's where it's like supposed to be like this high action like super octane like Political involvement and like these crimes and like getting in like you you know all that needlessly um like convoluted stuff that mm-hmm. like pushes this, the character to wherever but then it's just really dumb. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly how this was. Like,
1: they, like, you can't do it unless it's Metal Gear Solid.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing was, uh, do you do you know the the rapper Lil Dicky? Mm-hmm. so Did that's another the thing. show yeah yeah that's another thing we watched dave was that cringe it's good no Pretty, it's good it was good? good really yeah yeah definitely watch it i've been getting into little dicky listening to his music i, I kind of been, i'm into it
1: i uh i really liked his song pillow talk yes
0: that's that song's so good
1: yeah that one was really funny i don't know i guess i kind of fallen off the the uh, little dicky hype train I I, um,
0: I would say watch the show. It's pretty good.
1: I'll check it out. I'll definitely yeah. check it out. If you, if you recommend it, I'll check it out. Mhm. So
0: yeah, Extraction and Little Dicky have been what I've been uh consuming. And then okay, before the before we start talking about the movie, there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about was did you see that the Snyder cut of the Justice League is getting added to the new HBO streaming service, HBO max.
1: Did, have they had the Snyder cut before? Like, no, no. It, long...
0: It's going to be exclusive to HBO max. Do you know anything about that? The the whole Snyder cut thing? No. Okay.
1: So I, I've, I've, I've honestly, to be honest, I am not a fan of Zack Snyder. Oh,
0: me neither. Me neither. But I just, I was curious about your thoughts on this. um, Because when, when they're making that justice league movie, with Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, you know, mm-hmm. um, there was something like, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened, but there was some reason that Zack Snyder couldn't finish the movie. Like he couldn't finish making the movie and they had Joss Whedon come in and finish the rest of the movie for him. And when you watch justice league now, I haven't seen Justice League all the way through. That's actually the only time I've fallen asleep in a movie theater was okay, watching it was, Justice it was that League. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, only time I've fallen asleep in a movie theater. Um, but there, there are scenes that like that are like super dark with the Zack Snyder stuff, and then there's almost like Marvel s stuff that you can tell was added by Joss Whedon in post, and it's like very up and down and the tone just is all over the place in that movie so interesting yes because
1: obviously even like despite um my like grievances with how Zack snyder directs like there is something to be said about like when you give a project to a director you have to follow his like artistic vision yeah because otherwise it's just it's just i mean obviously there's there's room for uh collaboration and, and stuff like that but if you really stray away from like it's, it's, it's like uh if frank miller wasn't involved like at all with like 300 or anything like yeah that, or was, sin city weird. or sin city exactly like there would have been something like very lost and like how mm-hmm. he was trying to like portray it
0: yeah and uh I, I don't even think he got fired like in the middle of justice league it, it something like his wife was in the hospital or something and he had to go take care of her. So they just had Joss Whedon finish up the movie and it's just totally all over, tonally all over the place. Um, and so fans have been um, like, like there's been a huge outcry about like release the Snyder cut. And like, apparently the Snyder cut is going to be better than the theatrical cut of um, the film. And, they announced that Zack Snyder was gonna be able to release his cut on HBO Max in 2021. Mm. Which, uh,
1: that, like you were I'll saying, I'll watch I, it. Honestly, yeah, that's that's I, actually kind of a curious like backstory. Yeah, and uh,
0: like you were saying, to like follow through with the the vision of the director, like it's kind of cool that Zack Snyder gets to like. Like present gets that his full vision, yeah. Because
1: yeah. h- how many times has whining fans ever like got their way? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> how many times have people asked for the new Star? I mean, I guess you know, I can't even say that the new Star Wars is just each new Star Wars is just a response to how the fans are. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Prior to the movie. And, uh,
0: and uh, recently with the the Sonic the Hedgehog thing where they redid the whole character design.
1: Yeah, you're right. I guess I should take that back. Maybe, <laughs> may, may. I mean, I don't know there there are more like uh there's more evidence recently than before
0: Yeah exactly yeah. exactly So
1: I mean maybe it shows a shift in the industry I hope it does cuz as much as I love film the industry is just fucked beyond all belief <laughs> Oh
0: yeah oh yeah <laughs> Um yeah so that's all I wanted to talk about before Um do you have anything before we get into our main discussion
1: No I'm uh, that's that's all I was that was really interesting, actually. I'm glad we got to expand a bit outside of our main topic today, which is uh, "Ghost in the Shell," directed by. Oh, I have to look it up. I have the manga. Well, the the original manga was done by, and I'm I'm probably gonna butcher these names, but Masu <laughs> Masumini Mas uh, Shiro. and then that sounded uh, pretty close. Yeah, it was, it was close enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual movie was directed by. Mamoru Oshi yeah that's right
0: um have have you read any of the manga
1: I have not actually but when I went to Japan I picked up like the full manga release oh, of like you've been in uh, Japan Ghost in the Shell yeah yeah I, when didn't I know went there to Japan yeah I went there last summer it was it was oh. absolutely incredible I, I loved it it's it, it's really interesting to see just I mean, how how differently they their mm-hmm. culture is. I mean, uh, going anywhere outside of uh, your own country where you live is is just an awesome experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, yeah. I, I actually bought. I have like. I mean, I have it. I have like the legit like. Um, not like obviously not like the original print, but like a legit like Ghost in the Shell manga with like Japanese cool. letterings and everything.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Haven't got the chance to read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's so cool. But, yeah, yeah, it's a little little nerd thing. And it, Ghost in the Shell is one of my favorite uh, anime movies. And I, honestly, rightly so, I'm sure it's not even a, like, unique stance because it, it's one of the few ones, like, outside of Akira and uh, may, maybe some other Studio Ghibli films that really, like...
0: permeate the mainstream.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, if it wasn't for this movie, a lot of, like, sci-fi stuff wouldn't have come about like the matrix is yes, one that everybody that's talks what I was, about that's
0: what i was thinking the whole time i was watching this was like because this came out in 95
1: 95
0: yeah, yeah so and then
1: and then i don't know when the manga came out so sometime before that
0: i i also thought it was interesting just being able to see the 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 legacy that this thing has in and like the other things it's expi- inspired like uh like the matrix and i honestly thought a lot of um stuff from metal gear solid to yeah oh was, yeah uh, inspired by this which i thought was so cool
1: uh, there's so much i feel like so much of like i mean it's just those films like go I, in my opinion the films that really like broke through and like really like expanded how we could look at sci-fi like Particularly AI, um, is this one for sure, which mm-hmm. is cool because like, I mean, for one, it's an anime. It's yeah, it's an... yeah, it's not
0: very traditional.
1: Yes, and I I really like seeing that. I think I think there's a bit of a stigma against. I mean, a, an understandable stigma against uh, Japanese animation. Yeah, yeah. But 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 for like sure. anything, you know, what what I always argue when I talk with people is like, there's bad and good of everything. You know, like there's good TV shows in America, and then there's also ones that if like anybody else in the world watches it they'd be like what the hell are they thinking this is the dumbest thing i've ever watched yeah yeah
0: that's a good point yeah
1: but uh what what did you think about the movie this was your second time second time it?
0: watching it yeah so the the first time i watched it uh was in high school cuz you recommended me <laughs> to watch this and uh the first time i watched it was like i i watched it with subtitles and I remember, like, I did not understand what was going on at all. Like, I think it all just kind of went over my head reading subtitles the whole time. And I was, like, 16, so. Yeah. And I was, like, I just, like, didn't really get it. And I was, like, "Ah, whatever. That was pretty cool. And uh, I think there was also, like, an issue with the copy that I have and how it was localized with the subtitles. So um, this time I watched it dubbed. And yeah, I, not, I got way more out of it this
1: time. Not the best performance, I'll admit, but like as far as anime dubs go, this one's not horrible. And like, what 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 I'll like, I told you, and I'll recommend other people like is it's easy to watch and dub, especially like obviously if you're an English speaker, just because like it's like it's a lot to take in what they're saying like it'd be hard to read all of it and then like think about what they're saying and then because it's i mean so much of it is just like putting in different questions in your mind about like mm-hmm. what is consciousness and um yeah. things like that mm-hmm.
0: like it's a complex movie to be just basically reading the reading it you know
1: yeah exactly and
0: uh but uh funny you should mention the uh the the acting because the guy, I don't know. Have you? Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? I th-
1: I think I only own it dubbed. I do need to watch it subs. It's it's actually funny for <laughs> for me watching as much anime as I do. This is I've actually never watched this in in Japanese. Oh well. So anyway, I, I, probably, I probably should.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed this, and it's funny that you were talking about playing Mortal Kombat, but the dude that voices Batau is the same dude that voices Raiden in oh, really? Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I was watching this and I was like, "Wait, I definitely recognize this dude's voice from somewhere." And I had to look it up, and I'm like, "Holy shit. He voices Raiden in Mortal
1: Kombat." Wow, that's that's highly coincidental. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so I guess we'll just yeah, start off the conversation. We'll we'll start yeah. easy. We'll start easy just cuz uh-huh, there's just... so much to bring up in this, so Ghost in the shell obviously is the like a, a different way of saying like you know, um, the ghost is your like consciousness and then the shell is like your body. Um, and then like yeah, just right from the bat, like from the very beginning, um, it's starting to like tell you about this world. like you know, like there's robots that like, they hear their ghost. It's almost like, do they have a uh, subconscious? Um, it starts arising all these different questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I I think also we should just mention the uh, just the general plot, um, what it's about to.
1: Yeah, yeah. People
0: listening. Yeah. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, you could go ahead.
0: It was just about these uh uh futuristic major, cops. Major. Yeah.
1: Matoko Kusanagi, the main oh, one, the mm-hmm. the one that you I was you just see. gonna go with the major. Or the major, yeah, the major yeah. also works.
0: <laughs> so it's just about these uh, futuristic cybernetic cops tracking down a hacker named the Puppet Master. Is basically just the the very very basic plot yeah, synopsis. The,
1: the ve- <laughs> very surface level. Yeah, no, that was that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I guess like one of the main conflicts that we that arises from uh the major and their there's a special force, which is what uh, section section nine. nine. I don't know. That, that was another yeah. thing I
0: was getting confused about. Was like, I felt like this. It, there wasn't like a lot of world building. I had no idea what section nine, eight, six, or whatever it was. And it kind I don't of.
1: Know, I was a little. It confused. kind of has like. I guess it has that philosophy of like, no exposition, just kind of like mm-hmm. throwing you into this world. Yeah. Um, but they but but the i guess all, all you have to need or all you need to know about section nine is like uh it's essentially like the cia or like the fbi or something yeah they're like some but, but some sort but of they're peacekeeping like, unit yeah but they're a bit more like you know obviously they're they're being uh tasked with a bit more important matters that are a bit more mm-hmm. like under the radar mm-hmm. and like yeah. even, even at the beginning uh but the how, however you pronounce I don't, it
0: yeah I, I probably didn't say it right earlier yeah I, I have no idea <laughs>
1: um but yeah like in the car when they're first doing that uh operation where it's like the american diplomat in that room you know mm-hmm. and it shows batal speaking to them the The only thing they really give you is him being like oh yeah we're section nine we're the people who are allowed to go in like guns blazing and they're allowed mm-hmm. to use force like without any repercussions And you see that like you saw you saw two people get blasted open with these insane <laughs> yeah. guns oh yeah <laughs> what what did you think about like the animation style? I'm curious cuz obviously there is a it's older. It's older, Yeah, for sure.
0: no. I I love it. Like I I I wish that they would make more things today in um the hand, like with hand drawn animation. Obviously, it's harder and more time consuming, but it, it looks way better, I think. Like uh I I don't know. I I'm not really a, the biggest anime fan, but I do really enjoy uh, animation like uh like Batman the animated series or uh i don't know just a bunch of different type of kinds of animation my favorite is 100% hand drawn like this and I-, I really enjoyed watching it it's just very visually engaging and even even like you see the little dust particles that get trapped between the animation cells and like
1: yeah i think that's no, so no I, cool. I was i was going to say awesome. that, that 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 like look especially yeah exactly what you said like the like fucking dust particles underneath the different cells that kind of gives it like that grainy look i suppose mm-hmm. or just whatever or just whatever they were using there there is something to of that like style that was so present like back way way back when um during that time and in, uh in the japanese animation that is just so charismatic like it's something that doesn't age i feel like and a lot obviously i'm sure there there's Cases for ones that don't age as well, but (laughs) you know, like done well, it's something that could always like permeate, um, and throughout like whatever time,
0: uh huh. And maybe it it was uh intentional or not, but like just the little dust particles that appear on the screen almost added to the the like grungy, dingy feeling of especially when you're in the slums when they're tracking down the trash truck and all that
1: definitely definitely and it also goes it has a lot of like that like early 90s um or sorry late 90s early 20th century like how they thought technology in the future was gonna look almost you know like it's it's not as sleek as as we have it right now it's kind of like bigger bulky but they can do more things like I love that I love that so much I I think that's so cool like I do think it's cool hmm like Blade Runner like when things look like it and like Blade Runner this movie uh a little bit like what they're doing with the new cyberpunk game like just that style of like yeah like this I guess it's the cyberpunk genre I guess is what you would call it is is what I'm really into um so I guess we'll talk about the very first scene well the first scene is that uh when they're dealing with the American diplomat. But Mm -hmm. beyond that, as they're introducing, like, the title and stuff like that, you get shown through the process of the major – or what we think is the major. It could be some other model that looks like it. Um, Just
0: a shell being created.
1: Yeah, just a shell being created. Um, And, like, it's it's really interesting because, like, when I first – watched it for a long time it kind of was i mean it was just cool like you know you get to see the the cyborg being made um but one thing that i've learned about this movie is that like every single scene has a purpose is as weird as that is so
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense like it's, it's short it's like an hour and 20 minutes so everything is very purposeful
1: and yeah it's it's packed in for sure um but basically a lot of the things that what it does is it's Kind of sh- well, it's, obviously it's showing you how the cyborgs made, but what it's doing on a bit more like subconscious level is showing you how it like parallels like how we're born as humans, you know, and like compare, oh, yeah, yeah. comparing like how those two things are different. And then that obviously it doesn't get into the idea of consciousness at this early um into the movie, or at least as deep as it as it goes into later, mm-hmm. but. um like, yeah, she's being born, like, there, there's there's a scene, or there's multiple scenes of, like, a normal human brain being scanned, and then it shows her brain, which is obviously not human, it's just all mechanical, but, like, the, like it, it's just completely modeled off of our brain, and then it shows her in, like, the fetal position as she's, like, being, like, twirled around like that, and then, like, her, um, like, being birthed. Like out of like yeah. that like like that tank is uh, it's just, it's just a different way to show like life that's I guess. That's super. A weird way. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's super interesting. So, um, I had a question. So, are so can people transfer their ghosts into like new shells and stuff, or
1: are the? I'm actually not sure. I should. I would be able to answer. There is so much ghost in the shell out there. Like, there's yeah. a ton of uh-huh. different movies. A ton of. Um, books. different books, manga, shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them on Netflix. Uh, if anybody's looking for an extra, watch. but I, I've never <laughs> watched them. <laughs> I've actually never watched them, cause uh, to me this this seems like a movie that doesn't need a sequel.
0: Yeah, it, it. I think it's very well done on its own. But I, uh, the ending, not it's not really a cliffhanger. But I would really like to see what happens next yeah <laughs> you
1: know yeah i'll I'll have to see if i wonder if they even like continue on that i don't know if this movie is like almost exists in itself away mm-hmm. from like this uh expanded lore or not but i'm not sure mm-hmm. uh i am curious I'll have, to, I'll have to give those a look
0: yeah so yeah i was just wondering if like are is does everybody have is everybody so soul Called the go like they're ghosts and they can transfer themselves into like any shell. So the way then, the way
1: the way that I see it is like, or that's I mean yeah you're already getting like going down the right path for, for talking about this movie. <laughs> um, the way I see it, which I've seen like some other people like some people think that uh the major was like like it was almost also, like she was she, she was a, a person. Synthetic. Yeah, like she was a person before she became that body, but like the way I like to imagine it is like they build these uh cyborgs and they're not inherently like conscious at first, but then as they go on like they start like experiencing their own unique situations and ways they approach it and blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. then that kind of like starts to manifest in a ghost and that's when they're like I hear a ghost in my shell. Okay. Okay. Well, like, cause I. But I, I'm I got, not, I'm not sure if they can move conscious to conscious. I, I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Like, well, co- I got.
1: Oh, sorry. No, you know, you're good. You're good.
0: I, I like, I got the idea that the, the only, like, uh, artificial ghost was the puppet master. You know, mm-hmm. and like just being able, like, being created through data and all this technology, just but just coming into existence as an entity. And, uh, like, I, I don't know. It just, the, the way I interpreted it was that, that, that everybody else has their own like organic body and their own ghost. And that can be transferred in between like different shells and stuff, because like they transfer her ghost into the, well, I mean, the, the combined ghost.
1: Yeah, but that it was more of like uh like a synthesis of their two minds almost.
0: Yeah, but didn't he say didn't Batau, whatever how you say it, like he says something about how uh that was the quickest shell that he could find on the black market was like the one of that little girl to transfer her their their combined ghost or whatever into that new body.
1: I have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do know they're... i
0: was just curious about no like, no just it's like it's, how the it's world good. works and stuff
1: it's good i mean it's i think it's one of those things where you uh you're, you probably won't get all your answers questioned or at least like it it will like make you think about it and in, in and yeah ways. i'm sure
0: that was the purpose as well that's why we're talking about it that's
1: why we're talking about it oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so i guess next i would like to talk about ghost hacking so the idea of being able to hack. So so oh, uh, to preface this, like uh, as these events are going on, uh, the major is starting to um, like kind of come to terms with like her like ambiguity between like is she human or like she obviously knows she's not human, but like she wants to feel human. Like she's feeling separated, you know. Mm-hmm. Almost. Um, and that's a big reason why the puppet master is so alluring in a way to her when when they do meet. But uh, one, one, uh, one of the good scenes I like is when uh, after that truck scene where the truck driver... They're on the, the boat, right? Or no. No, the, sorry, the uh, trash truck. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. I yeah, can't yeah. think of it. But after that scene, when they pick up the driver and they're telling him that his uh, his memories have been fabricated. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. Wouldn't that scare the shit out of you if you yeah. knew that all your memories were just nothing?
0: Yeah, like, oh, somebody hacked into your consciousness and planted these memories in, in here, nothing none of this actually ever happened to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh well, back to what like the the idea well I we were just talking about how the consciousness and the different shells and stuff and um when her and Batau are on the boat, I I can't remember if it's after or before that the trash truck part, but she asks him a question, something like how, how much of your body is real? And I just thought like, have you ever heard, there's like that, I, I don't even know the like little story about how if you have like a, a like a computer or something and you like replace all the parts, all the parts. So it's completely new. Like, do you have a new computer or like,
1: Oh, the I see. What you, it's the, you know what I'm it's, the, it's, it's the thing so where like, it's like a, what is I, I i this number is pulling it completely out of my ass but it's like your your blood cells like all replace each other like after 7 years so it's like are you the same person is it yeah. th- that that theory yeah yeah, yeah so that's what i w-
0: that's what i was thinking about with them getting these cybernetic enhancements and like once you completely replace your body with cybernetics like are you the same person you know like does your yeah. ghost does your ghost constitute who you are, or like, is it the shell? But just everything that this is kind of exploring.
1: It's uh, so uh, uh kind of what you're saying, like how is like, is it is it something new or something like that? With like, uh, it's just, like for example, I guess that's a good a good question to ask for like for that man who was, um, had the simulated he... yeah uh, who, memories who, yeah who had that his mind fabricated with is he like alive or is yeah, it like, like... or because because obviously everything is like not like he was perceiving reality and something where and, and where reality wasn't in a sense so like who is he you know yeah. it, it's one of those things there's like we how we define like how I, even how i just defined consciousness a little bit ago saying like it's the accumulation of your experiences, but, like, his experiences were fake, so does he have a consciousness or something? Right. Like, Like, were they able to take that away from him? Like, I don't know, it's creepy. It's a creepy, creepy scene.
0: Yeah, that that was one of the most, like, hard-hitting
1: scenes, I thought,
0: in this movie, was I was like, holy shit, and he's, like, crying, and you see him, like, slowly. Like, it's crazy how much expression they're able to show in the animation as well. Like, you there's probably two frames of animation but like you can see just like how his entire world is shattered in his face
1: I that's feel like interesting that's, one of the that's most interesting that you scenes. say that cuz like one of the this is just fucking random anime knowledge i had <laughs> but like one of one of the coolest things about like how anime came to be is because um they had to do more with less if that makes sense so like oh the reason, yeah, yeah yeah the reason why like it's so detailed and everything looks good and like, in the way that it does. And I mean, think about it, like uh, how many scenes in this movie were nothing but the atmosphere and their, their mouths moving. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you, you, you see it in a lot of, in a lot of different anime, but it's like, it's really like, and that's a, another funny thing that the elevator um But that they're in—that's very common in old animes because the elevator is a great place to have a conversation, <laughs> especially yeah, with not like a lot the tools they there. have. Yeah, exactly. Uh
0: huh. It's probably. Yeah, yeah. No, that, I didn't even think of that. That's a. Uh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. No, it's. Uh, it's just. That yeah, it is. It's, it's. It's interesting, especially how with how far they've come, because obviously yeah. that's not the case anymore. They could do. It, they're doing crazy ass shit.
0: It's interesting to. Um learn all this because i i'm not not very into anime at all like i really don't know that much about it so it's interesting learning about the new like it's still film but it's just like a new kind of medium
1: yeah within
0: it like a i think that's so cool i'm
1: glad i could be your teacher (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so i guess the final thing we'll talk about then would be the big climax of the movie when uh the major goes into this abandoned like warehouse and fights the spider tank which by the way that spider tank looks so badass dude (laughs) yeah and like that was the the two things that i was like metal gear the
0: tank and the optic camouflage and
1: i was like that's awesome you know what i want now that you say that i wonder if i wonder how much hideo was influenced by Ghost in the Shell because I didn't even yeah. think about the Spider Tank being like reminiscent of the Metal Gears.
0: Well, because because I, I I don't know when the manga came out, but like Metal Gear One was '87, but all of the like I felt like at least the design of the Spider Tank looked a lot like metal gear rex which came out uh, uh metal gear solid came out in 90 98 so in the i i don't know and then with the optic camouflage too like that didn't get introduced also until metal gear solid one You're right. in 98 so uh all of that came out after ghost in the shell because the the original metal gear designs aren't very similar to that from metal gear one and two
1: mm-hmm but yeah i i i did see a lot of a lot of metal gear solid stuff i thought i, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there was that influence. Mm-hmm. dude i'm getting all nostalgic for metal gear now <laughs> i know i know <laughs> um but i was saying so yeah at that part uh after the major takes or doesn't even really take care of the spider tank just rips herself apart trying to get into the puppet master so she can interact dude, with him
0: that part was awesome Mm-hmm. And you can like see all of her like muscles and shit yeah, uh, the, contorting the, underneath her skin and it just rips apart.
1: Yeah, the detail to that anatomy is nuts like that that's, mm,
0: that that's was so cool
1: high tier high tier artwork for sure but uh in that moment or after all that settles and the major finally connects with uh, the puppet master I, I was just curious what you thought of that. Um,
0: I thought it was cool how much the puppet master really can manipulate anything like when when those other helicopters come in before they like shoot them and uh they're like a, they're taking aim and then all of a sudden they're like there's outside interference, and like the puppet master really knows what's going on the entire time with everybody, and
1: he is, he is way like that yeah exactly that is like well a great reason why like they fit because like what the puppet mat because obviously the puppet master has so much control and like he just understands something on a different level that obviously anybody else can do at the at the moment but because he was born from that program that section six was using he's kind of had that lack of like human isk interactions you know what i mean Mm-hmm, mm-hmm so so he, uh, more more than like any other character um more than any uh, other of like the cyborgs that we've seen he is the most machine and I think oh, that's yeah. and I think that's why um obviously he he wants Matoko to to synthesize with him um right, he, has re- so that... he, he has a really interesting line where he goes uh your effort to remain what you are is what limits you which I think I mean that's just a yes. perfect way of uh summarizing that.
0: Uh huh. I thought, yeah, that that whole scene was just crazy. There's a lot to unpack there.
1: Mhm. Yeah. And no. Then... They they definitely like, and again, like just like the w- weird way they go about things. Like during the battle, they shoot uh the spider tank shoots the family tree. You know.
0: Yes, I, I did notice that, and the spider tank also shoots the the skeleton.
1: Yeah. Of yeah.
0: that animal.
1: Um. But like I I think that was just also to like continually to show you that like, uh, life like moves forward like because of diversity. You know what I mean? Like right, or, yeah. Like ex- ex- exactly what he says. He says like uh. Oh, actually, not not what he says. Actually, it's actually explored a little bit earlier in the movie when the major is explaining to the one dude who has the revolver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that like he's asking her why he's on the team and he, she goes, if we all acted the same, we'd be predictable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, over specialize and you breed in weakness. It's slow death. So like, uh-huh. it, it, it just comes full circle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even put that together actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I, I also like when, when, uh, again, when they're like merging or whatever, and they're talking, um, they're talking about or i think the puppet master says something about coding and all of that and then he mentions how like dna and stuff is just like organic coding and what's what's like what really sets human consciousness apart from this ai consciousness
1: exactly no you 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 hit it on the head exactly cuz obviously the, there's things that we can experience and that they can experience that like vice versa we can't experience so who's to say like what is consciousness or not right
0: yeah who 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 gets to define what consciousness is yeah and then uh well maybe uh maybe the major now after they've synthesized together can have a grasp on that type of consciousness being able to experience everything as a human but then also be tapped into this entire network of the world.
1: Oh yeah. Here here's a here's a hot take that I I read a little bit on um and plus just the years of being a dumb fan in this movie is uh one of, one of the things that gets brought up a lot in discussions about this movie as well as the um you know the ambiguity of what what a consciousness is is there, there are some people that like through this movie they almost don't believe in a consciousness like it's like as 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 you said the way that um yeah that you said like the human brain is programmed almost like like similar to that of a computer how can we say which one is really different and like The same way as like like we talked about the guy who got ghost hacked and like is he is does he have a consciousness so i guess that the question i I would be asking is like are do we really have like a soul or are we just responding because like one of the interesting things that i that i saw when reading about this concept is the best way to think about it is say someone did something like awful to you you know um is and you wanted to like fight him or get revenge and like something along that matter. Did you yourself want to fight him or get revenge or was it programmed into you?
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. Like I, I get, I think it also ties into the whole like, you know, nature versus nurture argument as well. Yeah. Um, this just reminded me of something a little bit off topic, but Yesterday my roommates and I were talking about like uh my roommate brought up this thing about uh like what if what if it all was a simulation like what if life was a simulation and Oh, you know
1: sorry. I I'll, I'll say it after continue. <laughs> oh, you're
0: good. So he was saying something like if technology can advance far enough to like put us in a simulation like in a something that can simulate real life like what's to say that this isn't a simulation that got created earlier and then we're about to create the next simulation which will create another simulation within itself and just like keep repeating does that make sense
1: no it makes i've actually you know it's funny Mm -hmm. why why i kind of lit up at that is because uh Elon Musk, a lot of his thoughts kind of a little bit correlate with this movie. <laughs> oh funny. yeah, didn't also he I say thought...
0: something like in the by like 2027 or something like we won't even be talking to each other We'll have chips in our brain that we can just mentally communicate with each other and they do that in this movie.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if people could start hacking into minds. I don't I don't want to get my mind hacked. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Like and how how like useful would that be if you had just like the ability to think and just like google something oh and yeah access the, the vast knowledge of the internet and like would you even need to like go to school and learn things would you just know everything because you're tapped into this vast uh uh information Network. array yeah like
1: kind of like at the end when
0: they get merged together you know like
1: it's it's such interesting things but yeah also elon musk's i don't i don't know if he fully believes it but i know he believes there's a high probability that we are actually living in a simulation the way he sees it is if we do get to the point where we can have neural implants is that that's like almost guaranteed that we're in a simulation which is kind (laughs) of a scary thought (laughs) that is a
0: scary thought and it's like when my roommates and i were talking about it it was like well, can you get out of the simulation? Well, no. Like you're just programmed into the simulation. There's no way to. What if it's like the Matrix, no though? That if it was like the Matrix, but the way that we were discussing it, it was like, what if, like almost like a like a video game. Like what if everybody else is like kind of the NPC character, and like everybody is just programmed into this simulation and. You just live out the simulation and you're coding and everything. There's no way to leave the simulation if you're just, like, coded into it, you know?
1: Yeah. There's a... To continue on that thought, there's, there's ideas, too, where, like, you know, in video games, or I don't know if you know this, but in some video games, like, the world... So you, the, the only world that exists in the video game is what you're looking at. So say like you you know the obvious like cone of vision and mm-hmm. that you see in like stealth games like in Metal Gear Solid. So imagine that cone of vision is, uh, obvious. <laughs> imagine that cone of vision is your vision. Um,
0: yeah, and that's everything that exists. Everything and that's, that you can't and that's see everything just that exists. Exist.
1: And anything to the right of that cone of vision does not exist. But then Until when you, you turn right at... and it loads in. Yeah. So. Hmm. That could be true for us too.
0: That is an interesting thought.
1: Yeah, so I guess uh we'll just finish off well yeah, we'll just finish off this uh this podcast episode with questions as we usually do. Mhm. Uh so one of the questions I would like to ask you is what do you think what 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 so say you have a program? And it's a, it's a, Ed, if you, if you need the time to think on this, uh, let me know because I have an answer and maybe that will help you. But how would you, what is the line for you that would depict whether something is sentient or not? Oh, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I feel like the ability to like deliberate and just think about what you're going to do and plan and not. Uh, I I don't know would kind of constitute um, a consciousness because I feel like if you're if you're because like animals this might be a controversial take but I've heard that like animals don't really have the ability to I don't know think and deliberate like they just only act out of instinct and I feel like uh, I, maybe maybe having free will is would be how I define sentience. Like if you're like a like a computer code just acting out its programming. Like that's I don't think sentient. Like it's uh
1: like it, it can choose to do something, look at two options, and choose one of them. Like without any pre-based programming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah that makes sense i don't know how how, how would i so i guess the way i would continue this question is um so if an object in front of you robot freaking rock whatever and you you determine it has sentience how would you like attempt to adapt that into the real world like what what like because obviously there has to be like some civil rights like policies in charge because the way i like especially when i think about it um like say you have this sentient program who can manipulately or like put put his mind into whatever uh shell he he's allowed to how would you punish it for doing something wrong that that harms society
0: oh right yeah like something that doesn't really have sentience like like, yeah, put it into a rock, you know
1: yeah i think I think what I would do is like so say there's a, a robot in front of me i think I think it would have to be like mandated that like robots and stuff can like synthesize together, obviously i feel, i I don't know if that that was probably like the first time, I think it's almost like a breakthrough that was like almost in the movie, like their big evolutionary step as robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: that's that's also how I took it, was, like, this, the the Major and the Puppet Master c- becoming one is almost, like, the first of a new l- line of evolution, you know? Yeah. That was kind of how I took it.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that, like, obviously, I think that that'd be really cool, because, like, especially how they said it in, in the movie, like, diversity, diversity does, you know, it, it makes everything better there's nothing can be truly amazing if everything's the same
0: yeah exactly
1: um but uh if i was to give like because a robot can technically live for forever right like it mm-hmm. just needs new parts i think there would have to be like a mandated like like end date. You know? like a termination yeah well, like the... a termination because because there is something that like how 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 can you Like, there's going to be always that hard understanding between humans and robots if there's never that line of, like, or there's never that shared fear of death. I feel like that's such a, like, critical component to so many things. Like, you can can get a a room full of um, totally different people with conflicting ideologies, conflicting philosophies, like, militant. Israeli g- generals and... Yeah, everybody freaking...
0: everybody's going to die. Everybody has that in common.
1: Yeah, but if you, if you threaten them all with, like, we're going to kill you all, I feel like there would be some consolation to bringing them together.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good point.
1: So, Cameron, what would you rate this movie?
0: All right. I think I'm giving it a 9. A 9 a- out of 10.
1: 9 out of 10? The...
0: I think the thing that's that honestly is holding it back from being a perfect ten is what you said, probably just some of the the voice acting, but uh yeah. I'm sure it's a completely different experience to watch it with subtitles oh, and yeah. I feel like now that uh just me uh i I don't know about you, but just like I feel like I would have a better grasp of watching this movie now. With subtitles on. I would definitely say if you're watching this for the first time, watch it dubbed because there's just so much to, to yeah,
1: take Yeah, it's, it's it's still confusing sometimes when I watch. Oh it. yeah. I'll, I'll, it'll be like a couple, like a year or two since I watched it. and I'll pick it up and there'll be a scene where I'm like, I didn't really quite said. I don't really quite get what whatever just happened mm-hmm. <laughs> or like whatever they just. Yeah. Said. Yeah, because I, I didn't like... get it at all
0: watching it subbed. Like I said.
1: Hmm. I do need to watch it subbed. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, there's obviously just different complications because, you know, like the the length of for me to say, hello, my name is Connor, um, versus a Japanese person to say, hi, my name is whatever, it differs. So you have yeah, like, to, like, uh-huh. fit that in. It's weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, what would you rate it?
1: Uh,. I'll have to give it an uh, I'll give it a 9.5. I want to give it a 10. But honestly, there are some things in the animation that really do bug me and I know that's a, a very like strict <laughs> pet peeve, but like you, do you, do you remember the scene where it's one of the cops and they walk in and it shows like her face like the 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 shot is like from her chin um and then it shows like the major and then like the leader of section nine talking and like her nose just looks so weird to me i don't know if you caught no, that, i didn't
0: notice that no i didn't notice that
1: i guess it's just a thing of like um because like there's there's a famous scene in akira too where his like the character's model's face just looks way too small <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh i have seen that i have seen that
1: yeah it, it kind of reminds me of that um
0: See that that doesn't bug me as much because like I I know that this is all hand drawn and stuff, so it's like uh, it's probably gonna happen. Like you're probably gonna have some like the little mistakes. Like that just makes it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it it gives it a little bit of charm rather yeah. than being like perfectly digitally animated. You know. That's so I, fair. I can I do see where you're coming from. Like mess ups in the animation can definitely take you out of it.
1: I think it'd be really cool too if they like. I want I, I yeah I'd say I'd be it'd be neat if they reanimated it. I think, I think I
0: think they're they did. I I thought I read that there's a there's an updated version of it. That the the director made it came out in like 2008 or something. It's called like Ghost in the Shell 2.0. I
1: have no idea. I hope well, I'll have to I hope it would it. not sh- I hope it's like like scene for scene. Like I really cuz you you didn't watch the uh the live action one, but in no. that one, in that one, like they they kind of touch a little bit on the same topics, but the ending is so different, and like they they really like push home that like, cause like the I, I told you that I like the idea of the major just being like this created entity, like it there was nothing before, like that mm-hmm. creation that was like the major that was the major was never a person, it was just like came into being into the cyborg but like in that one there's like she has like a past and she like meets her mother or some shit like before oh, she weird. was a cyborg. Yeah, and you're like this is dumb like the, like I think I think it takes away from uh like you know like if you're saying the cyborg's human you're taking away like its cyborgness. Yeah, <laughs> as funny yeah, as
0: exactly. that is. <laughs> it's, well it's like... actually the when just I think I said this before, but just the way that I took it when I was watching it was that, like, yeah, she used to be human, and then she ended up getting these cybernetic enhancements later in life, you know? Yeah. Or maybe she she was in a human body, and then her ghost got transferred into this shell that is the major, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a bit more – I'm sure there's – I'm sure something the I, line. I I I like the idea of that being ambiguous.
0: Right. It's like kind of like the Joker, you know, and like you don't really need to know the Joker's backstory for him to be an awesome
1: villain. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's perfectly well put. Um so
0: I I looked it up the Ghost in the Shell 2.0. It uh it is just a revised version of the film. It's uh came out in 2008. It's on Amazon Prime to watch for free if you have Prime, so
1: damn. Ghost it's just Ghost Shell in the
0: Shell 2.0. 2.0. Yep.
1: Damn, I'll... Oh, shit. Okay, I'll actually have to watch this. Yeah. I can't believe this eluded me. That's nuts. <laughs> oh, it looks incredible, actually.
0: Um, This is a little bit off... Or definitely off-topic, but this uh, Ghost in the Shell 2.0 made me think of this. But uh, how would you feel if they released an animated movie... With just like updated graphics, like just like how they do remasters for video games with updated graphics, like what if they did that? Like the the original oh, Toy that's, Story, like that's what if really they really
1: interesting actually?
0: What if they just like put out the original Toy Story, but with like the same textures and animation that they have for the new Toy Story Four? Like they make it just like look way more realistic and with updated animation. Everything's exactly the same shot for shot but it just updated textures and everything.
1: I could definitely... I, I would actually not be opposed to seeing that, especially for films like the first Toy Story.
0: I agree. I think as long as you don't change I, I, it up too much, as long as you don't like George Lucas the whole thing with a bunch of extra stuff, I think it would be fine. You know, I
1: guarantee you it could happen, especially seeing... Oh. like how The industry is in love with producing Updating. whatever they know is going to make money, and I'm sure... Right. I, I would honestly not be surprised at all if that happens sometime in the future. That's that's an interesting take. I'm
0: sure, like, it wouldn't even be that uh, – I'm sure it's tough, but, like, it wouldn't be that hard maybe to just update all the textures on stuff. And they probably have all the original source files still for these digital movies that they just update them a little bit.
1: Yeah, or they could just fucking use the assets that they made in, like –
0: Oh was yeah. The la- the was it, was it was
1: the last one Toy Story 4 or 5?
0: Yeah, it came out last summer, Toy Story 4. Was that 4. 5 or 4? No, 4, 4.
1: It was 4? Yeah, it was 4. I haven't watched it. I I think Pixar kind of went hit Oh went down yeah, the shitter yeah, a little bit. I agree.
0: That was just my first uh thought of something cuz the, the the original Toy Story compared to the new one, it looks like I don't know, the original one looks like a
1: I I bet game. they could. I bet it would be possible to get like a separate team and use all the assets like from Toy Story 4 into making the original Toy Story. I bet that, that would wouldn't be even cool. be like. I mean, I don't know. I don't animate, but I feel like yeah. It might I, be I don't as know how hard. it all works, but yeah, <laughs> I agree. And Disney will
0: do whatever they can to make money. Like they're just remaking all of the animated movies and the live action. Like I'm surprised they haven't even done I'm, this yet. I'm
1: sad about that, honestly i know like, it sucks i mean literally like what defined disney was their animation like they changed how animation was approached right like, like they, they're like the biggest milestone like yeah like i yeah that, that no 100 percent. they're the biggest milestone in how like we like made animation like, oh yeah like american
0: animation yeah
1: yeah like like the old like dude, I, I don't like the prince. Or I'm not even going to say that. I'm not a big like princess fan or anything, but I watch those old princess movies and I'm like, dude, these, th- it's done so well. Like even like, no matter how old you are, you can be like, this is a pretty cool movie. Like,
0: yeah, like uh, the original Snow White was the first animated feature film ever. I think it came out in 1938 and how they animated that was just with rotoscoping. I'm pretty sure like they, they had a, a clip of yeah, like that's where you just, like, trace. Yeah, yeah, you, like, yeah, trace yeah. around them for the animation. And it holds up. It looks very, it looks modern.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there, there's just... I feel like there's just so much more of a personality that can be shown through drawn animation that you yeah, can't get in 3D. Not exactly. to say that it can't be done. I do actually have a couple, like... uh, One of the jokes is, like, and like like especially for like an uh someone who loves anime like me like there is no like 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 for the most part like there anime that is 3d animated and like has like that same like generic look of an anime they are fucking awful bro oh i i don't like how that looks either but like there's this uh there's this one anime called hausakai no kuni and that look like that one like it's it's actually one of my favorites just because of how much like it floored me like I was in- impressed with what they did with it. so I don't know I guess I guess you can do everything better
0: yeah yeah it's just interesting to think about all right well a little thought experiment <laughs> okay so the movie that I have decided on for next time is not going to be. Um d- it's definitely not going to be as a robust conversation as this one. And okay, okay. I think we've had enough time in between to do another superhero movie and this one is definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> I'm going to do the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no, wait, you like All right, wait, you're a big fan of it actually? I do like
0: it. I do like it. It's a guilty I, pleasure for sure.
1: I've actually never seen it.
0: Cool. I'm glad you haven't seen it. Okay, so you gotta watch we're gonna watch the director's cut, okay? The director's okay. cut is it's it's a it's better. They added some stuff and it's rated R. So we okay. gotta watch the director's I, I'm,
1: cut. i I I love Daredevil. Like he's he's freaking awesome. But mm-hmm. I have never watched the movie. Primarily okay, because cool. I I I do I've I've heard its reputation. I do like this movie. I like it. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, that'll be a fun one. Yeah. All right, well, until next time, everybody, we uh, we appreciate you listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.